0: Welcome to the Health Coaches Classroom. I am your host, Emma Gould, owner and founder of the Mind Body Coaching Academy, where I certify and educate aspiring and current health professionals in the mind body approach to health. I teach them how to confidently dig deep with their clients, incorporate mindset work into their practice, and build the business of their dreams. This classroom will bring you weekly knowledge, empowerment, and the value-packed training that you need to own your passion, start coaching with confidence, and pursue your calling to transform lives. As your host, I am here to guide your journey to becoming the best and most confident health coach you can possibly be, and I can't wait to get the journey started. So let's go ahead and dive into the episode. Hello, hello, my friends, and welcome back to the Health Coaches Classroom. Today, we are going to be diving into a topic that often leaves health coaches with a lot of confusion. And unfortunately, this confusion can lead to fear and a lot of times avoiding actually helping your clients to the fullest potential that you possibly can because there's this confusion in what it is that you can actually do with your clients. So today, we're going to be talking about what a health coach's scope of practice is. So before we dive into this, I want to give you guys a little bit of a lay of the land of what a scope of practice means. So before we get into the definition of a scope of practice, I wanna make it clear that this scope of practice is a really, really important component of any healthcare professional's work. Within a lot of fields, but specifically within healthcare, different healthcare providers, different practitioners with different levels of education and knowledge and um, certification, so on and so forth, have different levels of scope of practice. So scope of practice in in a nutshell is basically what can you actually do as this type of practitioner? So the definition that I like to use when talking about scope of practice is this. A scope of practice describes the procedures, actions, and processes that a healthcare practitioner is permitted. Committed to undertake in keeping with the terms of their professional license. The scope of practice is limited to that which the law allows for specific education and experience and specific demonstrated competency. All right, let's break that down. So, a scope of practice basically describes as a healthcare practitioner what procedures, actions, and processes you are allowed to do, you are allowed to give to your client based on the terms of your specific licensing certifications, so on and so forth. So before we get into the nitty gritty of what the scope of practice as a health coach actually looks like, we first need to talk about why this is a little bit of a complicated area. So as many of you guys might know, because I've talked about it before on this show, but if you didn't know, this is a really important thing to learn. Health coaching as a field, as an industry, is very minimally regulated. So what this means is that there is no governing body and no set of standard rules, laws, regulations when it comes to health coaches. And what this means is that health coaches don't actually need to have any specific licensing, credentialing, certifications in order to practice. And in addition to that, there's no set standard for what it is that they're actually allowed to do. So the problem with this is that oftentimes health coaches one of two things either first they don't know what they actually can do so they keep it really minimal or how you have health coaches unfortunately that are trying to provide their clients with things that they're actually not supposed to be giving to their clients because it's not within their scope of practice. So again the scope of practice is really uh provided by whatever governing body rules over that specific type of practitioner. And so because with health coaches, we don't have this, um, what happens is that there's just kind of this gray space, right? There's this, this kind of gray zone of nobody really knows what the scope of practice is. So because of this, people have come together and started to kind of put together the pieces of what can't a health coach do, and what can we do without stepping over the line? So the primary thing that we wanna be careful with when we're talking about scope of practice is overstepping that boundary. So making sure that we are not stepping outside of our scope of practice and trying to do things that really should only be done by a more educated, higher level, practitioner. Um, So one of the main examples that I see within health coaching a lot that is actually not within a health coach's scope of practice has to do with dietary recommendations. So as a health coach, you can absolutely educate your client on different healthy eating styles, on different, you know types of food, right? You can educate your clients on what macros are, things like this. But unless you are a registered dietitian, you are legally not allowed to prescribe your client with a dietary plan or a meal plan or special a special diet um, that you say has a certain desired result. So again you could educate your clients about the benefits of for example a plant based diet and let them make that decision for themselves but what you could not do is write them a meal plan for a vegan diet because you say it's going to help them with x result. So we're going to get much more into the details of this so don't get confused yet but I just wanted to give you guys a little bit of an example to get us started on what the scope of practice looks like. So now what I want to talk about is a health coach's scope of practice. So as I mentioned, a health coach's scope of practice is really not set in stone. It's not clearly defined by a single overseeing organization. And this is because specifically in the United States, I actually will put that aside because I know that I do have some international listeners on this show. Um, I am speaking specifically for the U.S. I know that in some other countries there actually is some more regulation um, around health coaching. But there is no current regulation or set standards around what health coaches can actually do and the other area where this comes into play is that oftentimes health coaches are not only health coaches so as a health coach you may also be a nurse you may also be a dietitian you may also be a personal trainer so based on these different areas of expertise different education different certifications licensing that you have that's going to expand your set of scope of practice of what you can actually do for your clients for example if you are also a certified personal trainer you can can add writing you know, prescribed workout plans to your clients because that now is a part of your scope of practice. So what I really want to talk about with this scope of practice today is at its core, what is the scope of practice of a health coach And then we can go out from there and based on your different certifications, licensing, so on and so forth, you can add in those scope of practices to your overall scope of practice. So I hope that this makes sense. And with that being said, let's go ahead and dive into talking first about what a health coach's scope of practice is not. So what is not within their scope of practice, what is within their scope of practice and how we can apply this to our clients. All right, so to go ahead and get started, we're going to be diving into what a health coach's scope of practice does not include. So why we're going to cover this first is because I want to be really, really clear about the things that as a health coach, you are not going to be doing with your clients. So just get this out of your mind. If this is something that you are thinking you want to do or maybe you've tried to do, these are the things that we want to steer clear away from to make sure that we aren't overstepping any boundaries. We're not going to be able to get ourselves in trouble legally, things like that. All right. So the very first thing that is not in a health coach's scope of practice is any sort of diagnosis of disease, illness, or other medical condition. So your clients might come to you and ask you questions about, you know, I think that I might have this issue, right? Maybe they think that they have hypothyroidism and they think that that is in, you know, messing with their ability to lose weight all right perfectly reasonable thought but as a health coach you are not allowed to say well let me diagnose you let me you know give me your list of symptoms and I'm going to try to diagnose you with whatever I think it is what you can do as a health coach is say you know what that's a totally reasonable thought I'm going to suggest that you go to your healthcare provider and get some blood work done and see what they say right There you go. There is a way that you can spin this where you're not diagnosing, but you're just helping give them a little bit of guidance. But again, we'll get into the what you can do in a little bit. So first things first, we are not diagnosing. We are not telling our clients what we think that they have wrong with them. And this goes for mental health as well as physical, all right? The next one that we are not going to be doing as health coaches is the prescription of special or specific medical diets, exercise regimens, or meal plans. Now, this is one of the areas that if you do have outside qualifications aside from being a health coach, this can change, right? If you are also a dietitian, you can do this. If you are a personal trainer, you can prescribe those exercise regimens. So we always wanna make sure that we're looking at our full scope of everything included in our own knowledge and skill set. Um, but again, as just a health coach, we're not gonna be doing this work. All right, the third thing that we're not gonna be doing as a health coach is ever, 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 I cannot stress this one enough. Give our clients advice that goes against other medical recommendations that have been given to them by a more trained medical provider. All right, this is a really, really big issue within the health coaching world because often within the health coaching world, there is a error, and I really want to say this very vaguely, I don't want to make any general claims, but there tends to be an error of medicine is not always right, and that we can do things better just through lifestyle changes, okay? So in the end of the day, you can have whatever beliefs you want to have, um, you can follow whatever lifestyle you want to live, that is totally fine, but you as a health coach can never and should never give your clients advice that adamantly goes against advice that they've been given by their doctor or another medical provider that has more expertise than you do. For example, if your client has been given a medication for something and you say, well, I don't think that you should be on that medication because it's affecting X, Y, and Z, right? This is something that's out of your scope of practice. So this is something that we don't want to do. If Again, if your client comes to you and says, hey, what do you think about this medication? You can say, this is outside of my scope of practice. Here's some articles that maybe you could read, right? You can always provide your client with a resource, but we're never going to be giving them advice that goes against any medical recommendation that they've been given. Now, the last thing that we're going to be talking about today that we are never going to be doing as a health coach is to try and give your clients direct treatment for any disease, illness, or medical condition. So again, what we can do here is always inform our clients of how your work together might be able to help this situation, right? Okay. You know, there's been a lot of research that's been done that this specific dietary style really helps with that illness, but we are never going to be telling our clients that we are able to treat something that they have we're able to completely eliminate something that's going on with them um, or give them really any specific results in that front because it's just not guaranteeable. um, And in the end of the day, It's not something that's a part of our scope of practice because we are not actually able to give them treatment protocols um, to treat something that might be going on with them. So, That is the run-through of the things that we are not going to be doing as a health coach. Of course, this is not a comprehensive list. There is other things, but this gives you guys kind of the basic overview of what we want to stay away from. And in the end of the day, when it comes to scope of practice, what I always say is that if you think it's out of your scope of practice, it probably is, and it's probably better to stay away from it, all right? So with that being said, we're going to go ahead and dive in now to talk a little bit more about what you can do as a health coach. Because the last thing I want you guys to take away from this episode is feeling limited and feeling like oh my gosh I can't do anything I can't really do anything with my clients or I also don't want you guys walking away feeling scared or nervous that you're going to accidentally step over these boundaries. In the end of the day it's okay if you slip up and say something that you can always backtrack and say you know what this really isn't in my scope of practice I probably shouldn't have recommended that but you know I'm sorry that slipped out right we're human but we always want to be aware that we're not directly doing things that are outside of our scope of practice. So with that being said, we're going to go ahead and dive into what you can do as a health coach, all right? So the number one thing that I love, love encouraging health coaches to do, and I honestly think that a lot of health coaches don't realize that they can do this as a health coach, and that is to educate your clients. So much of what our clients need when they come to us is just education on what is out there, what they could be doing. And this education really is able to help your clients learn what they can do for themselves, right? We're giving them the tools, the resources that they can use to reach their goals. So when you are talking about education as a health coach, this really looks like educating your clients about their own bodies, about health in general, about the different options in Tools and resources that they could be using on their journey and to help them reach their goals. So many people don't know the information that you know as a health coach, and specifically the clients who are coming to you. I can promise you they know so much less than you think that they do. So don't ever be afraid to, you know, just teach them about something, right? Again, even if we're not providing them with a Detailed meal plan, right? We can educate them on the benefits of eating protein, of eating fats, of eating carbohydrates. We can educate them on gut health, right? On what's going on in their body. And this education will take your client so, so far. And it goes back to that basic old time saying of, you know, you can. You can give a man a fish and he'll eat for a day, teach a man to fish and he'll eat for a lifetime or whatever that that phrase is, but that's exactly what we're talking about here. You can provide your client with something, great, they have it for this one time, but if you teach them about their body, about health and about the tools and resources that they can use to heal their own body, this is what's going to allow them to make those lifelong changes and really reach that deep transformation that you have and specifically when it comes to your own specialty, so say you're a hormone coach or a gut health coach or a weight loss coach, right, you have an air of expertise so share that knowledge with your clients share exactly what it is that you know with them so that they can take that knowledge for themselves while they're working with you and beyond and use that to help them continue their transformation for as long as they can try all right and then the really thing that I want to mention as far as education Something that is important to remember is to make sure that you're always able to back up what it is that you teach. So we always want to make sure that the things that we are teaching our clients, we're not just pulling out of nowhere. um, And we're not just saying, oh yeah, this is something that I think is... Accurate, right? We always want to be able to back up. So provide your clients with references. Provide your clients with you know research that backs up what you're saying, and this makes you look a lot more credible as a coach, um, and also helps your client to feel more confident that the information that they're getting from you is legit. And especially in the health world, there is so much information out there. Um, So really being able to show your clients that you are knowledgeable and that you have the expertise that you say that you have is invaluable and you really can do this by always making sure that you are backing up what you're saying and as a coach I guarantee it will make you feel so much more confident in what it is that you're sharing because you're able to back it up right all right so that is the first one always 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 you can provide your clients with education now, the next area of coaching that is 100 within your scope of practice is providing recommendations and guidelines so oftentimes when your clients come to you they're confused right they don't know where to start they don't know what steps to take they've tried 100 things before and nothing's worked so while you might be limited on giving them specific personalized protocols depending on your um, outside scope of practice as far as what else you might have than just being a health coach we may not actually be able to give them these detailed protocols, but what you can do is give them recommendations, give them guidelines. And again, as we talked about before, give them education. So the example that I like to use here is about meal plans, right? So we often think, well, as a health coach, I'm going to need to give my clients meal plans. But as we talked about, that may not actually be a part of your scope of practice. But what you can do is give them meal recommendations, give them nutrition guidelines, right? So say, you know what, this is what I recommend that in the morning at breakfast, you make sure that you have some protein on your plate, make sure that you have some fats, make sure that you're getting, you know, some vegetables in in the morning, right? These are recommendations. You're not giving them a medically prescribed, you should be eating X, you know, ounces of this food, or even giving them macros, really, right? We're just really providing them with Guidelines of saying this is what you want to be aiming for, Um, and then of course giving them recommendations. And the same thing goes with fitness, right? We might not be able to recommend, um, or sorry, prescribe a specific fitness regimen, but what we can do is recommend and give them guidelines of you know you should be strength training three four times a week, and then you should be doing cardio three four times a week, right? Whatever that might be for you and your and your client's needs. Um, So again. Education is that first one. And the second one is recommendations and guidelines. And this goes for any area of your coaching that you're doing with them, fitness, nutrition, lifestyle, mindset. Recommendations and guidelines are going to be a holy grail for your client. And again, this gives them that opportunity to interpret what you give them a little bit more broadly, make it work for them, and work with you to make sure that it works for them. So the next thing that we are going to be talking about, which is really the area of health coaching that I truly believe provides the most transformation. Um, And this is the ability that you have within your scope of practice to discuss and work through things with your clients. So what I love about health coaches is that you are there as a ear to listen, right? And somebody to talk with. I can tell you guys how many clients I have worked with who just walk away and say, I just love that I had somebody to talk to and I had somebody to open up to about these things, right? So become your client's friend. Now obviously there is boundaries in place as far as client coach relationship um, that we don't want to actually become their best friend necessarily, but when we're in sessions with them, we want it to feel that way. Have those conversations with them. When they're getting stuck, talk with them about it. When they're having a hard time with something, discuss it with them. Um, this is so within your scope of practice to be that ear, to listen on, to listen you know, to them and, and give them your thoughts, right? Give them your, your use your expertise to give them insight, to give them thoughts. You're not diagnosing, you're not prescribing. You're just giving them information and thoughts and um, acting as a second pair of ears to listen and you can talk to them about their goals you can talk to them about their why right why they got started and so really this is such a valuable skill that you have as a health coach because you can really give them this personalized approach to their journey and they can talk to you and say you know this is working this isn't working and off of that you can help them really discover what is going to be able to work best for them in the long term now the last thing that we're going to talk about today as far as what is within your scope of practice is assistance for your clients in creating plans and mapping out their journey so again going back to what we had talked about earlier oftentimes your clients don't actually need or they're not actually going to benefit from a step by step instructions that's gonna walk them from A to B to C to D on their journey but what they are gonna benefit from is just that helping hand of giving them that guidance of where to start giving them the guidance on alright once you reach this milestone here's where you're gonna want to go next right help walk them along the journey and give them the information the help the assistance in creating these plans for themselves and when we empower our clients to do this work for themselves as opposed to doing it for them I guarantee you guys the transformation is so much deeper so some of the examples here that I like to talk about are scheduling for workouts scheduling for self-care meal prepping um creating a meal library or recipe library, scheduling workouts, creating workouts for themselves, creating a self care plan, um, journaling, so on and so forth. There's so many practices and habits that you can help your clients to build. And again, by letting them actually do this work by themselves with your guidance, with your assistance is going to help them create these lifelong habits that they can keep and continue doing far and beyond your guys' time working together. So, I hope that this episode gave you guys a little bit of clarity on what is included in a health coach's scope of practice. Now we're gonna go over a couple of those details one more time of what is included. So the first area is education. The second area is recommendations and uh, guidelines. The The third area is discussions and working through topics. And I also like to just refer to this one as giving support, right? Being there as a support system. And then the last one is assistance in creating plans and mapping out different areas of their journey. So I hope that this helped you guys realize just how much you can do as a health coach and i guarantee you that when you incorporate all of these different areas of health coaching you are able to provide your clients with such deep transformation and the last thing that i want to touch on for you guys is about the fear of staying within the scope of practice right it feels like there's a lot you can do there's a lot you can't do so as I mentioned earlier, I really want to I want you to focus on this idea that if it feels like it's out of your scope of practice, it probably is. But focus on these four different areas. Focus on these things that you can do, and if everything that you're working on is fitting within that area, you're golden, all right? So I hope that this episode was clarifying for you. I hope that it gave you some insight and a little bit more um, clarification on and clarity on what it is that you can do and really the transformational work that you're able to do as a health coach. So what I wanna leave you guys with is if this episode was helpful for you and you wanna learn more about a scope of practice and specifically what type of work you can be putting into your programs that stays within the scope of practice but also helps your client achieve the deep transformation that they need and they want, What I want you guys to do is head over to our website at www.mindbodycoachingacademy.com and check out our Mindset Coaching Foundations course. What this is, is a self-paced facilitator training and course that is going to teach you how to incorporate the fundamental mindset work that your clients need into your coaching practice while staying within your scope of practice. We go on a deep dive, even deeper than this episode, into your scope of practice and really helping you realize every little bit and piece that you can offer to your client while staying within your scope of practice and helping you to learn how you can incorporate this super powerful mindset work that your clients so desperately need within this scope of practice so if you want to gain a robust knowledge of what mindset coaching looks like as a part of your health coaching scope of practice and as a part of health coaching in general and how to incorporate this work into your practice this course is going to be your best friend and you are going to love it so go ahead and head over to www mindbodycoachingacademy.com forward slash mindset coaching foundations and check this course out you're going to love it and as always those links will always be down in the show notes for today's episode if you want to continue your learning and education as a health coach education has so much power to us in the coaching industry and as you continue educating yourself that just means how that you can provide more and more transformation to your clients So i hope you guys enjoyed today's episode and i will talk to y'all in the next one all right bye Thank you for tuning in to the Health Coaches Classroom. If you enjoyed today's episode, be sure to head over to iTunes and leave us a quick five-star rating and short review on what it is that you love about our show. If there was something in this episode that truly spoke to you, be sure to take a quick screenshot of you listening and post it over on your Instagram stories, tagging us at Classroom, so that we can share what you took away from this episode with our community and with yours. Thank you so much for listening, and we'll talk to you in the next episode.